0: The school is out, which means it's time for Kha Kids. This is Ha Kids for kids, bar kids. My name is Brana Weena, and I'm eleven years old. Coming up on Kha Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Mashi Rose. She is a graphologist. I will be speaking to her in a little while. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth, and you will be able to win a prize from Kid and Co. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guests or if you just want to say hi. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at one rand 50 You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 and please sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. So get ready for an interesting show on ha Kids today. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hi Kids on one hundred and one point nine Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for kids by kids. My name is Oena and I'm eleven years old. Before we start the interview with Mashi Rose, I, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is: She sells seashells on the seashore. A bit later I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds and you can win a prize from Kid and Co. So stay tuned. I have Mashi Rose with me, a graphologist. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 61 Good afternoon Mashi. Good
1: afternoon, it's so lovely to be here in the studio with you today, especially on Rosh Chodesh Adar, which is such an awesomely happy time, it's when Hashem starts ushering in all those wonderful presents for us, and you'll be able to see your happiness in your handwriting, because your baseline is going to move up.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start with the questions for today, okay? Okay, okay. So please can you explain to us what graphology actually
1: is? Um, Graphology is actually the science of analyzing handwriting to see what the personality is like of the writer. It involves a lot of different things like the actual letter formations and also the spaces between the words, the spaces between the lines, the tangling. The actual size of the letter, there are a multitude of different features that one looks at.
0: Okay. So who made up or, in other words, invented graphology?
1: Um, Graphology really started in all earnest in about the 16th, 17th century. It was initially done by French and German um, people. They used to analyze the handwriting and then check if the... the What they did was they took a number of, of handwritings of people that they knew, and then they would correlate it. They would see if the handwriting features were similar, and then see if the personality was similar. So, for example, they would take 20 handwritings of people with an open letter O, and then they would see whether these people were confidential or if they enjoyed a good chat. And in that way, they were able to correlate. And so graphology just grew and grew and grew. Until today, It's you can study it at universities in Switzerland and Italy, where it's part of the psychology department.
0: Wow, that's very interesting. When you first studied graphology, did you use your own handwriting or,
1: to analyze and
0: learn from it?
1: Yes, that's a very interesting question. I actually did. I saw a lot of secrets in my handwriting, a lot of personality (laughs) features, some things that um, I knew I had to improve and other things that I was so surprised to see. It really boosted my self-confidence. So like in anybody's handwriting, you'll find growth areas where – It uh, tells you what you can do to improve. And also, you'll find areas where you're surprised at how good you actually are and that you might have underestimated yourself in that particular field.
0: Wow. What made you want to do graphology?
1: Um, Many years ago, I heard an interview on the radio. It was um, done by a guy. He was a rabbi, a graphologist, and a psychologist. He had come here from Israel, and he was being interviewed. And um, I thought it was absolutely fascinating. Then I met someone who taught graphology. That was Dr. Marcel Feinberg. And um, I did a course with her. After that, I moved to Sylvana Grandin and did some postgraduate work.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, how old do you have to be to be a, a graphologist?
1: Um, the best age to start graphology is like around 24 because uh, then you yourself have reached graphological maturity and um, it's probably the best time to start, yes. Okay,
0: so why would someone want to study their handwriting?
1: Um, There are different reasons why people study handwriting or have handwriting tests done. Um, my main Parnosa is from honesty screening. I work for companies when they employ personnel, when they're looking for um, for candidates who have good honesty and also to check their suitability to the company. I also do compatibility testing with people and companies. And then there's also career track. There There are a number of different features that you can use graphology for. Like, for example, if you go to a doctor, you know, you might say, look, I'm feeling sick. And then it's not necessarily just a throat doctor or a hand doctor. You know, he can look at the entire body. Wow.
0: <laughs> How many years does it take to become a graphologist?
1: Um, I suppose it depends. It took me about four years doing it part-time. And then I continued and did some postgraduate work. After that, I was teaching for the American Association, which is the um, world headquarters of graphology. That's based in Chicago. Um, So I'm happy to say I've got quite a few students who have international degrees. I mean, international diplomas. So they work um, anywhere in the world where they want to.
0: Can I just ask, what is a diploma?
1: The difference between a degree and a diploma, I suppose, is the intensity of it and what the association is. Like a university gives you a degree, but a college will give you a diploma. It's less serious, (laughs) less intense.
0: (laughs) Um, Have you studied your children's handwriting?
1: Oh, that's a very interesting question. Um, sometimes I must say yes, sometimes I must say no. My oldest son always said to me, Ma, please, I want you never to look at my handwriting. (laughs) And of course I honored that, never looked at his writing. But um, there is an area of handwriting called graphotherapy, and that is that you can change your handwriting and it will change the way it impacts on your mind. Because the way that you write, that's the way that you think. So if I analyze your handwriting, I can see how you think. But if you change the way that you write, you actually can change the way that you think.
0: Wow, that's complicated.
1: Yes, it's lovely. Um, so I do go to schools and give talks. And I'll give you a few tips here today that I think um, all students should do to improve their self-esteem. And um, it's a simple, simple thing.
0: Um. Okay. So could you also analyze drawings and signatures?
1: Um, Yes, I do analyze signatures, especially if it's part of the writing, because the writing is your inner concept. Your signature is your your public concept, how you want to appear. Like, for example, a person could write a tiny handwriting that's very focused, but when it comes to your signature, it's a huge, big scroll, because that's the way he wants to come across, like a big, confident guy. But really, in his actual writing, it's different. So in the handwriting, you can see a discrepancy often between the private person and the public person. And we all know people like that. When we know them really well, we know that out there, they're different from the way that they really are. Their true self varies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, has anyone disagreed with you when you analyze the handwriting?
1: Uh, yes, yes, I see. Uh, people have disagreed with me, and they have said, "No, you know, I'm not like that, or I don't do that, <laughs> or oh, I try not to do that." Yeah, yeah, but mostly I analyze the handwriting of people that I don't know, oh. so I can, you know, I can be objective. And um, I simply, it's a syllabus, so I simply tell them what the graphology syllabus says.
0: And they can't disagree with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been stumped and not been able to uh, analyze somebody's handwriting?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Some handwritings are easy to analyze, so they you can do them quite quickly. And then other handwritings, yes, they've got a lot of conflicts in them. Because in one situation, a person acts like this. In another situation, it's like that. So um, there are conflicting things that come out of a handwriting. But the interesting thing is that a person with the most conflicts in their handwriting is where – that's the person who's got the most potential for growth. Because out of a conflict is where the growth lies. Ah,
0: So do people try and trick you and write in not a natural way?
1: <laughs> that's a marvelous question. That's, that's actually called document evaluation. Yes, I do that as well. You know, a fraudulent signature or a, um, a will that's been forged or something like that. Yes, yes. Some people want to write a note anonymously and then they change their handwriting. Or they want to forge a signature, so yeah. Then they they try and maybe copy it or write up against the window. Mm-hmm. Things like all those tricks for Ganovim. Tricky people in this world.
0: <laughs> um, Tricky people. <laughs> How do you read someone's handwriting when they have a different handwriting depending on their mood?
1: Um, interesting enough, the mood. Is only one aspect of a handwriting. It is only in the slant. If you look at your handwriting, it slants to the right, then you're generally an outgoing, friendly person who talks to strangers easily. If your handwriting is upright, say 90 degrees, then you're independent and self-reliant. If the handwriting moves to the left, say 50, 60 degrees, then that could be somebody who um, needs time to warm up to people or who um, is reluctant or maybe a little bit rebellious. So if you have got a variation of this in one writing, in one sentence you have letters going to the left, letters going to the right and upright, that could indicate moodiness. Uh. That could in, That's a mood indicator or... Uh, one person writes on Monday to the right, friendly, outgoing, nice to talk to. Tuesday he's in a bad mood, writing to the left, leave me alone. Things like that.
0: Oh, so like one, uh, if they writing to the left, does it could it also mean that they shy a little? Bit?
1: Yes, it could mean they shy. It could mean they need time to warm up to people till they get. Become more confident, but if it's a lefty, then these things are often turned around.
0: Oh, oh that must be complicated.
1: It, it can be, but not necessarily.
0: Well, like it's your job, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever uh, had a graph- another graphologist compare um, the results with each of your handwritings?
1: Yes, actually, um, I remember doing, um, a a big business was doing a a launch for a new product and they wanted to to entertain their guests. So um, I was there and another graphologist and um, we both had to give different insights and compare results. So, yeah, that was quite interesting and and, um, very entertaining.
0: Okay, we're going to go for a quick ad break and we'll be back. Okay. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. Let's carry on with the questions, Mashie.
1: Sure, Bryna. This has been a lovely interview. Thank you.
0: Okay. What difference has... What difference has graphology made in your life?
1: Oh, it's made a huge difference. I've been able to help a lot of people. I've been able to um, encourage many people. I've also uh, made, as I mentioned, Parnosa from it. I've done honesty testing for companies, and um, I've been able to find strengths in people's writing and um, also pioneer new work. I worked with the University of Johannesburg. We did some experiments on um, handwriting and abuse in children's handwriting And they gave me 120 samples Of confirmed, unconfirmed And just ordinary writing And they said firstly tell us who has been abused And then we'll see how we continue So um, the accuracy rate was 78% And the university said great Now we'll carry on and um, what we did was we reduced the signs of abuse in handwriting from, say, 60 signs down to about six or eight so that um, a non-graphologist, a layperson, can look at the writing and compare and see, yes, you know, this child at school is complaining a lot, her homework's deteriorating, her mood is bad. We look at her writing. And see, yes, we see these features, so let's send it to the social worker because, yes, there is a big question mark about abuse. Wow,
0: that's amazing. Can you analyze handwriting in any language?
1: Yes, you actually can. The, a lot of the principles remain the same. Like in English, we go from left to right. In Hebrew, we go from right to left. Chinese, Japanese, top to the bottom. So it's all very interesting um, if you have the school model or the book model or the way people learned originally, then you, you can see how the handwriting has changed. But in English, the left margin is um, indicative of how you feel about the past. The, the right margin is, represents the future. And you, in, in Hebrew, it's, of course, the other way around. So in um, languages in the Far East, the top would be the past and the bottom would be the present. I mean the future.
0: I never knew that.
1: Yes, it's very interesting. Um, Did
0: you ever analyze anyone famous like the Rebbe Menachem Mendoshniasson or Nelson Mandela?
1: Um, When I was in um, New York... In Crown Heights, I studied in Crown Heights. But when I was there, I went upstairs to the library and I saw the original scripts of many of the rabbis' handwriting. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely a thing of beauty and grace. And then um, Nelson Mandela's writing. I used to teach that a lot. I used to run courses, and Nelson Mandela had in his handwriting many, many really good features, like um, an open-minded attitude and wow. a tremendous positivity that you could always see.:
0: That's amazing. can't believe that. Um, wow, Has someone come to you more than once to analyze the handwriting?
1: Yes, yes. Um, Handwriting actually can change. And so people do come back. But even companies like, for example, I'm doing something at the moment and they're employing some people and they wanted initially the feedback. But then they said today, you know, can you analyze more because we really like this person but we see these issues and their problems for us do you think we'll be able to overcome them and, and in that way you can build a complete picture and by the end of it people know who they're employing and what people's strengths are so it helps to push them further too wow
0: um can you tell if someone is a left-handed or right-handed because like before you said something about uh, yes
1: left-handed. Usually, you ask people just to tell you it makes it so much easier. But um, a lefty's writing ends off to the left. And a right-handed person's writing would usually end off to the right. The principles are more or less the same. And the, um, the way we analyze it is the same. But it just has very minor changes for a lefty. Okay.
0: Um, How many people do you see in a day, like an average?
1: Well, the nice thing is that um, I don't see the people. I generally work with their handwriting. I need a a page of handwriting on unlined paper, cursive writing, or um, if they write print, then their regular writing plus cursive and a signature. So um, I, I report directly to um, to the CEO, the boss, the HR people, or whoever it is, and I don't necessarily meet with the candidates.
0: So somebody just like gives you all the papers and you just do it.
1: Yes, I work with the writing. I work with the writing. Okay. It's a quick way. It's effective, and um, people don't have to answer a lot of questions. I can go straight to the source, look at the writing, and it's it's more straightforward, and it it generates very accurate good results.
0: Well, that's so. Like, okay, that that's good. That's good. Okay, yeah, that's well. Wow. <laughs> um, what is the most interesting thing that you have discovered when studying ha- your handwriting? I mean, the people's
1: handwriting. Well, Bryna, it's interesting that when you look at a person's handwriting, everybody's handwriting is different. No two writing is the same. Just like fa- a face, everybody's maybe identical twins. You might have me there. But usually everybody's handwriting is different. And it's so interesting because we've all got different strengths and we've all got different growth areas. Honesty different. The way you relate to people, the way your mind works, your type of thinking process. It's just a fascinating field.
0: Wow. So they're like all unique and special.
1: Absolutely, Brianna. Absolutely unique and special.
0: Whilst, like While you, you also analyze geography, but do you also teach it?
1: Yes, yes. I run courses. Um, I used to run courses for the American Association of Graphology, which is based in America. So um, I've had quite a few students who have done their international exams. And also I used to run six-week introductory courses for people who just want not in-depth knowledge, but, you know, they work with people a lot. And they want to know um, whether someone would be suitable or at first glance what people are like. Are they friendly? Are they trustworthy? You know, features like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can you please teach me maybe um, And and our listeners A trick that maybe we could learn From our own handwriting
1: Oh I'm so happy you asked me that Bryna This is the main thing Yes this makes me so happy Guys when you make your letter T And you make You can do it if you've got a piece of paper there So that you can see how you make your T You make a T and then you cross it so I want you to raise your T so that it's just as high as, for example, your letter H. Write the word the, and then make sure that your T starts as high as your letter H does. Okay. And the Sorry. And then the second thing is make sure that you cross it very, very high. So shall I tell you what that means? No. I mean, yes. Okay. If you If your T is as high as your H, that means that you're very fair. You see everybody as the same. There's no sense of hierarchy in your mind. You don't look up to others, and you also don't feel superior or inferior to others. We're all the same. T, H, same, starts at the same level. Then the other thing is where you cross your T, where your bar is, the height of that is reflective of your sense of self-worth, your self-esteem. So you cross it high, you've got a high self-esteem. You cross it low, it usually indicates, along with other features, the person has got a low self-esteem. Now I'll tell you a bit of magic. To infiltrate your subconscious mind, if you keep crossing it high, over a period of, say, six months, your self-esteem will actually improve. You'll tell yourself, I have high goals. I am worth good things. Good things can come from me and your self esteem will grow. So, that is something if you go away with nothing today, guys, start your tea high and cross the bar high.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I'm going to try that when I get it. You must, (laughs) Brian.
1: And
0: tell all my friends about it because they might not be listening. They might, they might. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Do you need any specific equipment? Any specific equipment to, like, study handwriting?
1: Well, um, it, besides for a protractor, which you use to to gauge the degree of the slant, you could do well to have a microscope or a, um, yes, a microscope. But these days on the computer, you can um, increase the size so that's, is a a good microscope to be able to use so no you don't really need much
0: oh well that's a big help (laughs) for you um (laughs) how much does a person need to write um in order for you to be able to analyze their handwriting
1: well the more you write the more i can see and more features i'll be able to to find because one One does need a group of features. You can't just go on say one O or one g. You need a cluster of signs so i I like to work it with a page of writing, on unlined paper and a signature. Oh wow um
0: so uh how so let's say it's a full page of handwriting.
1: How long would it take you to analyze it? um it depends what tests I'm doing. Some tests are quicker than others. And then also, having said that, some handwriting is is easy and straightforward to analyze. Like you can imagine, some people are just sweet, friendly, straightforward, and others are complicated. So it's hard to give it time. But, uh, for example, if I'm working and I need to uh, get the honesty result out, I like to have it out within 24 hours so they've got the results.
0: Okay, so um, have you helped children improve in their schoolwork by analysing their handwriting?
1: Yes, yes. I've helped lots of mommies and social workers and schools and teachers. Um, Often there's an underlying area of of problem and um, you can sort that out or otherwise, you know, we just have to learn to write uh, tidier so that the teacher can read it. <laughs>
0: um, so our last question for today is, how can
1: people be in contact with you if they want to? Um, thanks, Bryna. My number is 083-234-9893. And um, my, my email address is mushy, rose at gmail.com. I've also got a website called The Right Way. The Right, as in W-R-I-T-E, The Right Way. So uh, you're welcome to contact me there, or even at Chai FM. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: Thank you for coming on Chai Kids today and teaching us about handwriting. After the song, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. If you can say it more times than me, then you can win a prize from Kid and Co. The <laughs> tongue twister is "She sells seashells on the seashore." Before we go for an ad break, I would. Um, somebody had sent an SMS. It is "What about someone who has different handwriting?" are found especially depending on the type of pen?
1: Oh, yes, that's a nice question. Um, The type of pen does affect the way people write. If a person uses a regular ball pen, that's usually um, an academic, straightforward thinker. Critical writers, critical people like thin ink, Um, sometimes you find a thick fountain pen where the ink flows a lot, that's somebody who really appreciates the finer things that life has to offer or somebody that's more sensually inclined and um, yeah, most people just write with a pen that's given to them, you know
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, we are going to go for a quick song now and then we'll carry on
1: Thanks, that
0: <laughs> You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Chakids, 4Kids, BarKids. My name is Brana and I'm 11 years old. We got an email and it says, Graphology, do you assess Hebrew writing from Gail?
1: Gail, the answer is yes. Ken, Yibo Yibo, Yabas.
0: Thank you to my producer Mandy and DJ Flo for pushing all the big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another Chai Kids Show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye and have a good Shabbos.